Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. I've done it again Every time Every time Like All year All fucking year We've been saying Nah They'll prove us wrong They're sweet They'll come back And then the one week Where we go Well I'm, I won't speak for you guys But for me I was like You know what I think it might be A bit of a You know A quiet year For the rest of the year For the storm Like they may still Pull it, pull it out But And then they come out And if you ever Wanted to see um, The there's a new Melbourne storm in town in regards to their attacking flair over the last few years. And Cam Smith actually t- said that after they lost that Cronulla Sharks grand final, they went back, him and Billy Ake and, and Billy and that went back and said, we need to change our whole game. We need to change everything, which is crazy. Think about that. You lose a grand final and that's your standards are so high. On the last play. On the last play, your standards are so high, you go, we need to change our whole game. And that's when they became the new style of storm we're seeing that break records or whatever. But if you ever wanted to see a traditional storm victory, what the storm is known for, what it was built on, what this this incredible organization was built on, go and watch Panthers v the Storm on the weekend. It was gritty, it was tough, it was down in the dirt, it was everything a storm performance is that we got come to love and know and on top of all that with all the chat before all the chat before about techniques this that and the next thing storm said it was almost the worst thing you could do to a storm team because storm went oh you're gonna question you know our, our techniques and and whatever we're gonna hold you to zero um and that's what they did that's what they did absolutely incredible they they continue to impress us as an organization i will be clear though i'm still not 100% convinced that the Storm are back. But I tell you what, they took a massive step towards being back. And the growing animosity between these two clubs, I think it just got even bigger. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not 100% convinced the Storm are back. I think they've got three really tough games coming their way. I think they've got the Broncos this week at Suncorp. Then they go to the Roosters, and then they finish with Paris. So uh, I'm very keen to watch them over the next few weeks. Just on what you said there, I wish the NRL would play this game round one. It feels like the last three years, whenever this game comes, it's just injuries galore. Mm. I feel like I haven't got to see a proper Penrith-Melbourne Storm For a while, since yeah. the grand final, essentially, or mm. since, since the finals last year. Um, I thought... Melbourne Storm's cover defence. Oof, mate. That's the best defence I've seen all year. Do you remember two weeks ago we were sitting there watching the left winger, I can't remember who it was, and he was backtracking a metre and a half into his in goal. He and we slid just going, yeah. into his in goal. Like, I was just sitting there going, I have never seen that from them before. The the defence they came out with the other night was sensational. And, yeah, obviously Penrith, they're, they're missing troops and whatnot. I think Penrith still would have scored three to five tries against any other team. Any other team. And I understand, like, people are like, oh, they they looked like, uh, you know, they had no direction and the halves, this, that, and the next thing. Like, to a degree, yes, but it was the Storm's defence that hold it. There were a million times where an incredible play was done by Appy or Isaiah Yo that the Storm just held them up before the line. Like, yeah, I don't I don't subscribe to the idea that, that Penrith were just terrible and the Storm just got lucky it was there was two or three times where i thought brian Toto was going to score there was yep. a couple of times where i thought isaac tungo was going to go through like there were so many opportunities melbourne just it was that old melbourne storm where you go where are these bodies coming from yeah where are they all just appearing from so yeah i'm with you i'm not convinced they're 100 <laughs> back but uh it's a good little warning signal to send out they had the ball 70 percent in storms end 70% of the ball was Jeez. in Storm's end and they managed to hold them to nil. An incredible performance. Um, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Timmy, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think Craig Bellamy deserves a lot of credit for, for his team decisions for the 17 that he ran out for this one. We've been probably a little bit critical at times this season, particularly in the last month or so with Melbourne, that their packs just lacked a bit of mobility and they've picked some obviously very good players in that pack, like starting with like Josh King and a few other big boys, but it's been too immobile. Mm. Finally, he brought Brandon Smith, who obviously had that suspension a few weeks back, but into the starting team. Tui Kamikamitho, who I think has been excellent in the last couple of rounds. They're two that I think immediately, a bit more agility in and around the ruck, particularly with Brandon Smith playing 54 minutes. Uh, that made an enormous difference. He avoided the temptation to put Cam Munster back into the halves, despite Jerome Hughes going, uh, being out this week. Could have easily put Meany back to fullback. Yep. It made sense. No one would criticise it. Whatever he said, nah. Munster was unreal at fullback last week. I'm going to stick with that and go with Meany and Johns in the halves. Yep. Big decision, and it yep. paid off obviously big time. And the other one there, which I may be wrong with, but I was surprised when Nofaluma and Coates came back together last week. Obviously, Nof with his first game at the club. They played on different edges to what they normally do. Um, so, uh, coach ran out on the right with right. Yeah, with Noffer. Yeah, yeah, with Noffer on the yeah. left. Now, Noffer played nearly all his time at the Tigers on the right wing, uh, and then Coach spent a lot of his time on the left. Mm. So, I switched them around. And my my theory to that one is just that look, Coach isn't the best defender in the NRL. But I think his reads are decent enough. You know, physically maybe not the best at times. Falls off the odd tackle, but Noffer. Noffa's read isn't fantastic in defence. Mm. We've seen that for a few years now. Yep. He swapped them edges for when Coates came back uh, onto that storm right edge, which has been really, really poor defensively this season. Mm. And I think that shored that up a fair bit. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I think I think Belliate got his decisions 100% right with that. You now add Jerome Hughes back into this team, hopefully this week, but if not this week, it could probably be the following week. Uh, yeah, looking all right. Just on that, well, Craig Bellamy did too, playing Nass out on the edge. 
Mm. Imagine being Sean O'Sullivan and showing up and then fucking you're you're expecting a you know to give away twenty kilos to a back rower and all of a sudden you're giving away forty to Nelson. Nelson was is honestly probably the best game I've ever seen Nelson play. He was amazing. And they they also put him on kick out Mm. and did a wonderful job on him. How are them two boys colliding? Mate, seriously. Um, I think it is really interesting. I know you're not convinced, Guru, but I think there is a bit of a blueprint being built on how to handle the Penrith forward pack. And it's kicking early. Kicking early, you turn them around, and then when you're coming out of your end, a lot of side-to-side football. Um, I think the Melbourne Storm identified that. They identified it from New South Wales game, Queensland versus Mm. New South Wales. I think they identified it. Cronulla did the similar situation. I know Cronulla ended up losing, but the first 20, Cronulla were just kicking early, turning them around. And, like, in the first half, Melbourne Storm kicked for 100 more metres than um, than the, the, the Penrith Panthers did. And I think that there may be a little bit of a blueprint being built on – because when the Penrith Panthers get in their rhythm – I'm not sure if you guys agree, but I'd assume you would – they almost look like they're impossible to beat. Like yeah. you're, you're almost sitting there going, how are they getting off the line so quickly <laughs> every single set? They're, they're like quicksand. When mm. the, like when you just start to lose it, you're gone. Yeah. There's, just, just, there's no way to recover yourself. You. They'll just strangle yeah. you. And so I think, again, now you know, Penrith will probably – you know combat this you know they'll find a way to, to fix this but i do think there is something to be said if you go on to play the penrith panthers you spend the first half kicking on tackle four minimum every set and just kick chasing kick chasing to upset the rhythm to get their forwards to have to chase back come back out um and also so their outside backs aren't there in time so it's it's going to be interesting to see if we see clubs begin to look at the queensland vs new south wales game three um, or even game one and three, and start to go, look, maybe we could take a few things from that. Dummy half kicks. I think Harry Grant kicked the most I've seen him mm. probably ever mm. kick. Um, I look at his his metres for – and, like, Harry Grant is not a known kicker. We all know that. Um, Harry Grant, where is it? 167 kick metres. Like, not – I'd have to go back and look, but he had four kicks. I, I can't remember last time – He doesn't normally kick He doesn't much, normally yeah. kick, and it's actually something that – he's needed to work on in his game and I know Smithy loves to be able to kick out a, a hooker because it just upsets rhythm and also they have to now constantly think is he going to kick is he like look at Benny Hunt out of dummy half on the weekend with that 20-40 so Harry Grant this whole season hasn't kicked over 100 metres but in the last two weeks 174 against the Titans and 168 I'm a genius. Panthers. I'm a genius. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> without his halves there as well, had yeah. to step up and kick a lot more. So yeah, Munster still sides. kicked a lot though. He, Mun- he kicked Munster four. did nearly all their kicking yeah. despite playing fullback. Yeah, he kicked for 489 metres, yeah. uh, 15 kicks. Cooper Johns, eight, 234 metres. Um, so it is interesting. Whereas you look at uh, the Panthers, essentially, Sean O'Sullivan kicked by himself. Now, Salmon had 79 metres. And Sullivan had 18 kicks for 385 metres. So you look at that, like, it's not even close kicking metres. And I just think that that may be a way, if you look at the kick metres, like, you look at every other stat, every other stat. So Penrith Panthers had more run metres, they had more runs, they had more post-contact, they had way less line breaks, which is really interesting. They had uh, less uh, tackle breaks, but more kick return metres. You know, so it's... uh, what a game by the storm. What a game by the storm. The interesting thing now is though is like Munster, it, it's – I mean, I know when Pappy comes back, you put Pappy back mm. there. But far oh. out, he's good back there. He's so good back there. 
he has to play there for the rest of this year. Yeah, I, I know we so. floated a couple of weeks ago, and I stand by it. I think if they're going to win this comp, they're going to need something different. They've got mm. injuries, yeah. so they've got to take some punts. And once again, if I'm playing the Melbourne Storm and Cam Munster's named at six, I go fucking beautiful. He's no. going to be on that edge. He's going to be sitting there. And I, I know he can still break me open, yeah. but I know what to expect when he's at fullback. It's a fucking nightmare. Fuck, he just, is a nightmare. Yeah. And on that, like as you said, kicking early, obviously they're, they're missing their fullback and one of their wingers, mm. but origin and against yeah. the Sharks. It's one of those things. If that is the way to beat them, have these teams revealed it too early? <clears throat> yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. Really good point because Penrith will have an answer for it. Like they're not just a one-trick pony. They'll have an answer for it. I wonder what the answer is, though. You know, do they yeah. also kick early, and it's just a fucking a race to, for fitness. Whoever whoever can go the longest with kicking early and kick chasing will get the win. Um, it, it reminds me. I'll never remember. I'll never forget after the Roosters Melbourne was that twenty eighteen Grand Final. I think mm. it was. They spoke to and you know like Roosters just gave it to them in that game. They were all over them. And I remember Victor Radley did an interview after, and they said, "Oh, last time you played them, this happened." And he sort of said, "We knew how to beat them then, but we couldn't show them we knew how to beat them. <laughs> we had to oh, wow. wait until now." Wow, that's fucking so hectic. It's so hectic. Um, so yeah, Storm. What what just a. What a, a stamp on the organisation. Like, this, just a reminder of, it is not an accident this club has been dominant for fucking 20 years. It's not an accident. They are an incredible club to go to Penrith. And, you know, there are going to be some people, and it may, may be Panthers fans, it may not be, that are going to go, well, they were missing Cleary, Luai, Bisher-Harris, Edwards, Kikau. But, you know, the Storm was still missing uh, Hughes, Pappy, Walsh, um, which are key players in their side. So when Bellamy came out a few weeks ago and said, I'm not sure if we can turn this around, we're running out of answers. Spare me, mate. <laughs> he knew exactly that they were capable of doing this to Penrith. Yeah, really, really impressive. I, I did not see this coming. I, I did not, especially the, the zero. Um, so really good. Again, I'm not 100% convinced that the Storm are back. No, I don't. But I do think that maybe Bellamy has identified... Like maybe we need to go a little bit back to that real gritty mm. style of rugby league um, to get the job done. Yeah, well, and once again, just builds the narrative of uh, Dylan Edwards, doesn't it? God, mate, he's so they fucking. Just lose valuable. every time he doesn't play. Every time he doesn't play, though, it's like Cam Murray for the Rabbitohs. Seriously, yeah. um, he just gets through so much work, so much work for them. Um, I, I, you know, let's get to the Penrith Panthers. Um, I thought Isaiah Yo and Api Korosau were fantastic. Mm. I thought Api Korosau was almost the difference. He was like really, especially in that first half when they were under the pump a bit, every time he got the ball, he would have a half break or he'd put someone in a hole. Um, I don't think this is worrying signs at all for Penrith. Like, although I do think they still had a good enough side to beat the Melbourne Storm, and although I do feel like that they didn't play their best, um, you, you cannot hide from the fact that they were missing... Um, not kick out. They were missing. They weren't missing kick out, were they? No. Fisher Harris, sorry. Yeah. Edwards, Luai, Cleary, May, and May. May, I can cop a little bit because you know he's a rookie, so he's he, like he's still unreal. He, out he's of still he is, like, but like if you if you're leaning on the fact that your wing is gone, it's like fuck. Oh yeah, but, but you're, you're compounding that with the best front row in rugby league, the best player in rugby league, premiership winning five eight. Like it, it adds. I. I I understand the argument. I had a post the other day where I said, oh, yeah, I'm with missing all these guys. Yeah, but Melbourne are too. I get it, but Melbourne aren't getting the vast majority of those guys back. Aren't or are? They aren't. Like, like yeah, they'll, they'll get Jerome Hughes, they'll get Felice Cafusi. Mm. For me, though, losing Nath, Jerome, 
Fisher Harris, Taylor made Dylan Edwards. Like I, I, I think Christian, those, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Christian Welsh is like a. But, he, but Christian Welsh isn't coming back. So as far as this finals race goes this yeah, year, they're not getting him back. But it's, they still aren't playing with him. Yeah, no, no, no. I know that. But in order for Melbourne to win this comp, they're going to have to beat this side again. Yeah, I, I think like we're more. Well, I don't know about them, but I'm speaking specific this game specifically. Like nothing before, nothing after. Of like best seventeen on the field. I think it was relatively even mm, for players okay. out. Okay. Like, because you've got Corfusi, Welsh, Luai, Pappy. Um, who else? In, in, in a vacuum of this game, yes, I yeah. agree with you. But I just think long term, which was sort of my point during the week, that like this Penrith side is going to be completely different in three or four weeks' time. Oh, for game. sure. Like, that's the reason why they're favourites. Like, yeah. I think most people would agree that they're favourites to win the comp. Um, I, I, like, I just think that the game on the weekend. If you really wanted to like go through it, you could probably make a case for Penrith missing maybe one extra player. So you've got what, May? You've got uh, Luai, you've got Cleary, you've got Fisher-Harris. And Edwards. And Edwards. And then they had Welsh, Pappy, Hughes, Kofusi. Remus. And Remus. So it's probably even, mm. probably even. Um, so <clears throat> that's where I feel like if you're if you're a Penrith fan and you're just saying, "Oh, we had all these players out," that's why we lost. I I actually think that it was relatively even in regards to players being out, and it was just a a great match from the storm. It was a great match from the storm. In saying all that, in saying all of that, I don't think Penrith have anything to worry about. We're talking about they lost six. They only had sixteen points, like put on them by a storm. That yeah, okay, the storm did give them quite of you know few errors in key moments to give them a chance to score. But, like, if 16-0 to the Storm is devastating, that shows you how high their standards are now, the Penny Panthers. I think Ivan Cleary would have been stoked. They needed a loss like this, for sure. It's a good little... It's a great loss. Because yeah. it makes... The fact they didn't score a try, they're at zero. And, like, I don't know, was it you, were you saying you could go for a run or was it... Anyway, you know we're talking about going for a run? As in, like, going, not for a run, on a run. Um I think they needed to lose a match and I think they needed to feel a bit of pain to bounce, to go forward. Now, I know they'd lost to the Eels, but I actually don't think in the grand scheme of things, this is a bad thing for the Panthers. Yeah, that, that, that was me and that was before the injury to the halves. Oh, I thought they'd, I honestly thought they'd be okay, but now that it's here, I don't mind it. Yeah, it really isn't. Like, I think that I will, I think, I almost would place my house on it. I didn't even own a house, but if I did... I would place a house on it that the Penrith Panthers boys are fucking fuming with that loss. Timmy, what do you think about the Penrith Panthers? Yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned, mate. As you said, you boys covered it pretty well, but any team missing their one, six and seven, uh, you know, the big boy James Fisher-Harris out up front. The one thing I will say is that we know so many games of football are won and lost in the middle of the field. That's where it starts. The pack was full strength outside of Fisher-Harris um, and they were dominated by Melbourne in this one. Um, but then you already spoke about, you know, missing Taylor May on the wing there as well, Dylan Edwards. For a game plan that's revolves so much around the yardage of your back three, they're missing <coughs> replaced with Taruva and Charlie Staines, who both ran for nearly 200 metres. But a lot of that was just dirty carries coming out of their end to like a relentless line speed from Melbourne. Um, t- to be honest, I, I wouldn't be concerned at all if I was no, there. If they know these players are all coming back, yeah. Mate, fine. I was... Um like, I know he had a, an error or two, but I thought Taruva was fantastic. Mm. Nearly 200 mm. metres in your debut game, six tackle breaks, which is equal most of anyone. I, I like, 
Taruva is going to be something special. I, I'm really keen to see where he ends up because he can't sit in reserve grade for much longer. He cannot sit in reserve grade for much longer. Do you think they keep Taruva? I, I think it more so comes down to if they keep Stephen Crichton or not. And what do you think they might bank on Taylor? Who would they play centre then, you reckon? Probably Taruva. If you Stephen Crichton centre? go. Well... He's been playing a lot of centre down in cup the last few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, that's which, interesting. Which has surprised me. Well, because he's a fullback, isn't he? Yeah. Well, the last few years when I've seen him play, he's always been a fullback. He's mm. always been incredibly good there. But he has that's been jumping in centre and stuff. That is from interesting. What I've seen. I'm pretty confident on that. Yeah. That is really, really interesting. Because, um, because like players when they play New South Wales Cup, it's not just like willy nilly. Like the head coach of the NRL will often send messages down to the Q Cup coach or the New South Wales Cup coach and say, I need this rookie to play yeah. in this position because as a club, this is where we're a bit light. Wow, that's interesting. Especially at the Panthers. Like Ivan Cleary rings oh, him and says, hey, sure. you need to rest these nine dudes. I need them next week. So wow. it very much so works that so way. Do you think, so do you think Ivan Cleary sat there going, okay, we know Dylan Edwards is fucking tough as nail. He's going to play a lot of games of footy. But we also know Stephen Crichton can jump in and play fullback. So we, let's put Taruva at centre because we at least have one fullback in front of him, which is Crichton. Whereas right now, they probably have, I don't know of any backup centres they have outside maybe Jennings. Is Jennings still there? No, he's not still he's there. Leaving he's leaving next year. No, he's, he's leaving next year. Yeah. Um, Sorry, so, so just for context, his last one, two, three, four, five, six games in New South Wales Cup, he's played centre, fullback, centre, wing, centre. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Do you reckon that, like, Maybe we're reading way too far in it, into it. But do you reckon that is but preparation? The first ten weeks, he was the fullback. So, do you reckon that is prep? That they're getting the feeling that maybe Critter, maybe Ooh. it might just be also coverage for you know if there are any injuries or like getting yeah or... getting him ready for first grade, like saying well we might need you on the wing. That's interesting. Um, outside of that, as I said, guys, like as Panthers fans, your standards are so high now that a loss sixteen nil to the Storm is devastating. That's incredible. Like. It's almost a like you want to see your boys pissed off. You want to see them stinging. Like whereas you know Penrith from four or five years ago, if they lost sixteen 0 to the Storm, they'd almost be like, yeah, okay, like yeah, it sucks we lost, but it's not um, we didn't get towed up. And so yeah, I don't think there's much to worry about. Did it um, did it surprise us that Penrith went for Charlie Staines at fullback instead of Critter to start the game? It surprised me, but I think that's because like who do they have ready to go in that centre position? Mm. Yeah, they sort of had to. It did it to me initially as well, but the more we speak about it, like, they just don't have the centres, yeah. do they? they did, and like Critter can be, he's so good in centre. Staines has also been picked at fullback ahead of uh, Critter at times in the last mm. couple of years. So we've seen probably Critter more recently, but yep. for the team set up, it made probably I mean, you, you could have picked Taruva at, at centre. He's obviously been playing there a bit in Reggie's. Charlie Staines on the wing. Mm. I, I, I think they could have made it work, to be honest with you. So I thought it was interesting. And put Staines on the wing, Taruva yep. at centre. Crichton yep. at fullback, but do you think that's too many rookies in your front line? Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, because I do know like a lot of coaches are very reticent to go like put put rookies in really important positions. It would have also meant that he would have been defending Justin Olam, Ooh, that's which fair. he really wouldn't have wanted to do. And Critter's defence on the weekend, I thought he made some pretty good, some really good tackles. Um, yeah, like is there much to say? I mean, I I, I don't think. I just think that the goal line defensive storm was just another level. Like mm. I thought they did create opportunities. It's, it's a really weird one because like if you took the score out of it and you just looked at stats, you'd say great win by the Panthers. Like great, great win. Like 
they got the most meters. They had the like outside of the line breaks, obviously, but it's not like they were just completely dominated in every asset mm. of the rugby league game. So, yeah, there's there's really not. I mean, Sorensen came on and fucking ripped and teared as he always does. That's uh, really interesting. People were a bit a bit concerned about Liam Martin getting injured and being out for a prolonged period of time. I think. Scott Sorensen on the edge there. I think he might go all right. He doesn't want to start him. He, like, yeah, no, he hasn't he, said that. But He goes so well off the bench. Yeah, well, every time that they, they're missing their back rolls and whatnot through origin, they, they'll bring in... So Chris Smith, when Kikau was out a couple of weeks ago, mm. Smith came in and started on the edge and Sorensen kissed out on the bench. <clears> now, Smith was dropped to New South Wales Cup this week, but there's every chance he comes back in and starts on the edge again with Sorensen. It just shows how highly he thinks of Sorensen yep. as an impact role. It's almost like a compliment to Sorensen because yeah. you're like yeah. you're so important mm. to the side. But I think he might be forced to put him there. I, I don't. I like we've all sat here every week and gone Scott Sorensen off the bench because he might be one of the best bench players mm. in the comp. But I, I I would be tempted to give him an opportunity to just Surely. the next three or four weeks to see what he can do starting. So yeah, wouldn't be stoked about it, Luke Garner. Yeah, that's true. That's they'd true. be looking at going, hopefully that's my jersey next yeah. year. And if Sorensen gets an opportunity, he's going to kill it. I think he'll go well. Yeah. Give him uh, – and like, don't just give him one week. Give him three or four weeks to build a combination. And in saying that, it's almost a bit unfair to put him in there because he's going to be going in there with two halves that are, you know, not the main halves. So he may not get as much good ball as <coughs> Luai is going to deliver to kick out or Lick Cleary to Martin. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like, I, again – Storm were almost playing, had everything to play for. What did Penrith really, and I know people don't like to hear this, but like, what did they really have to play for? They've pretty much won the comp minor premiership. They played really well last week. Um, you know, I did see some comments about people, you know, having issue with the way Sean O'Sullivan and, and Salmon played, but I think, I don't, I don't think they were that bad. Like, yeah, okay, there was a bit of directionless. We're talking about two guys here that have barely played any NRL. Salmon hasn't played as a half in two years. Yeah, he's so been training to be a back rower. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I think Kurt Falls has to come in for Salmon and yeah. Salmon played oh, in that bench sure. role. Like, for sure. So he's been named on the extended bench two weeks in a row now. I he's don't, just come back from injury. He is, yeah. 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 So did he, do we know if he played New South Wales Cup on the weekend? Not sure. Might have been he. So <coughs> he's got to be very close. So I wouldn't shock to see him named in the halves this week. But like, for example, Sean O'Sullivan, like granted, yep, a few kicks – didn't go as well as they did last week, all that kind of stuff. He played really well the week before, but they still got themselves in a position mm. to to score tries. And what's what's the seventh role? It's to lead his team to around the park to get them in attacking zone. And then, you know, okay, the last blow wasn't there, but I don't think he was as bad as some people, I guess, Penny Panthers fans are kind of saying. Uh, Fours played reserve grade on the weekend. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so right. I'd assume he'd be there. Salmon, he'll take Salmon's spot yeah. next week. Um so all, all I would say with the Panthers fans is just be, be a bit patient with Sean O'Sullivan. Like, you have to remember he's played, like, what, five or six NRL games? Like, yep. since he's been at Penrith. Be patient. He's proven he can do it. He had three tries this last week. He did lead the boys around the park enough to get them in good field position. Um, outside of that, something I, I'm a bit not concerned about at all, but I, I, it made me wonder. Spencer Lino, he hasn't really mm. – has he – like, I honestly – the impact he brings is fucking incredible off the bench. And maybe Ivan Cleary loves that, but I just don't think he's... It doesn't seem like he's been given the next opportunity that you would assume of a guy with his talent and so young. It almost feels like to me that Matty Eisenhuth might have jumped the queue a little bit there. Mm. It, it, it's very similar to Scotty Sorensen in that 
every time they have these outs over the origin period, he ne- he's never tempted to start uh, Lenu. He, oh, sorry, he's done it at times, but that's mm. when there's been other injuries and origin yep. outs and sort of things. But just loves him in the impact role off the loves bench. Him. And Eisenhuth always starts above him when, yeah. above him when available. But the, the reason why I ask is like Spencer Lenu, super young, super, like his future is extremely bright. And I wonder whether like, if you give him those runs early, it's going to help him long term. He's played more than 33 minutes once this season. He played 41 minutes against the Knights in round 14 when, from memory, they rested plenty of players. The, the origin contingent, maybe, round 14, or did they back that, him up? No, sorry, that was against the Tigers. They rested heaps of players. Okay, so Knights, they might have. Well, yeah, he played 41 minutes in round 14. Outside of that, hasn't played more than 33 minutes in a game. Yeah, interesting. I mean, maybe they're just being really patient with him, you know, because Fisher still has plenty of footy. Leota still has plenty of footy. But he's the heir apparent, I'd assume, at that mm. club. Like, he is the – when Fisher retires, I assume he's going to be the guy. I mean, it could be wrong, but – I mean, the last three weeks, he's played 14, 11, 19. That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's a bit... I hadn't really picked up on it, yeah. Wow. And he's played 50 NRL games, so... That's, uh, and he, like, he... I'm pretty sure he was represented New South Wales, I think. Can you check? Like, he is a fucking gun coming through, mm. like, well, the you, main guy. You saw it in the finals last year. Like, when he came, he came back to replace Tavita. Tavita, yep. And he had huge impact in that Melbourne, in that Melbourne game. And really interesting. Maybe he's carrying injury or... Yeah, he played like Origin 20s and, and all that jazz. Yep. Did he play for Australia or for, for New Zealand? Apologies if he's not from New Zealand. Um, as in, doesn't have heritage there. Uh, but yeah, Spensalino has just been a bit... Because like last year, I, like honestly, with the trajectory he was on last year, I was like, this guy might sneak into a Origin squad mm. in the next 12 to 24 months. Well, for, for Freddie was talking about him last year, wasn't he? Yes, he was, actually. I think he was. Actually, he played for Samoa this year. Okay. And he was born in New Zealand. So. Okay. But grew, um, up, but grew up in Penrith. So. Was it Leota that he was talking about, Freddie, or was it Leonu? Leota, I reckon. Leota, was it? Okay. Um, anyway, it, mm. I just, it was just something that I've noticed over the last few weeks, him getting less and less minutes when you think at a time when they kind of need. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like Fisher-Harris being injured, you'd mm. think he'd get quite a few minutes. But um, again, not a concern, just a, something that stood out to me that I was a bit uh, just pondering about. Um, Outside of that, look, Toa runs for 193 metres, Crichton 186. Like, literally all their outside backs ran for more than 150 metres, which is super impressive, super impressive. Charlie Staines, 21 runs. Taruva, 23 runs. Toa, 23 runs. Crichton, 20 runs. Tungor, 18 runs. Hasn't Tungor just, like, he's a victim of his own quality? Like, we're talking about a rookie here, and he plays so good every single week, we just go, oh, yeah, boom, sweet. He's in his rookie year, essentially. Like, he played, what, four or five games last year? And he's come in, nailed down that spot, delivers every single week. Very rarely is he run less than 180 metres. If that was a centre at any other club, we'd be sitting there going, fuck. But because it's the Penny Panthers, we go, oh, yeah, sweet. And, yeah, he played his four or five games last year. They were in the back row. Yeah, off the bench. On the other side of the field. Yeah, so impressive. And he's just getting started, too. So nothing to worry about, Penny Panthers fans. Um, 
I just cannot wait for these guys to meet again. Ooh, it's getting real spicy between them. Week Melbourne. one of finals. Oh, yeah. Ooh, could you imagine week one of finals? <laughs> oh, shit. The chat will come out. Another thing will drop about, you know, this ex-player thinks this and yeah. fuck, it'll be great. Um, I, I will say I'll, I would be concerned playing Penrith next week because they're going to be up for it for sure. Ricky Shield will be free that weekend. We might fly him up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, eh? We'll see. <laughs> Early days. Oh, that hurt him. That hurt uh, him. Got him right where it hurts. I was actually going to say, as a side note, big news in there at the bloke studios. New chairs and bloody <laughs> they're, 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 they're comfy, but old Matty over there constructed them. My elbow's getting an absolute dream run. Just getting a rest here. Guru over here working his ass off. Your, your arms are down there, mate. What's I like to on? lean. I'm a leaner. Oh, are, these, are these not adjustable? They must. You must have just. I, screw, I just screwed him in. I don't know. Yeah, mate. I'm cruising here. What? What are you oh, doing? No, no here we go. Boom. Uh, oh go. shit, man. I'm relaxed as shit. Girl, you, you're just here. I'm a table leaner. You're yeah. working too hard there, mate. Enjoy the luxury. That is luxurious, yeah, isn't, it's good, it? isn't it? Ooh. And it it'll force me like to not slouch as well. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll see how long Guru goes before he stops being proud and uh, yeah. lifts Arrogant. the bar like Ego. Just, mate. Just. Put your elbows down, mate. Jesus Welcome Christ. back to the number one sports podcast <laughs> in the country. <laughs>